Welcome to Lost in the Supermarket. My guest today is Matt Schwartz, the CEO and co-founder of Uffresh, an AI technology company that builds solutions specifically for the complexity of fresh food to radically reduce food waste, one of our nation's biggest problems, and multiply grocers' profitability and make fresh, nutrient-dense food accessible for everyone. He started afresh because his deep experience working in food led him to believe that improving the food system is our single best path to improving human and environmental health. Matt, welcome to Lost in the Supermarket. Thank you. I'm very excited to be here. So I know afresh is a Series A startup. Uh, you're based in the Bay Area. Um, you've got a $100 million valuation. Um, you've raised $32 million in funding. Uh, so first of all, congratulations on, on all that. Uh, but let's talk about the fresh operating system from Afresh. Um, how do you really help grocery stores optimize their ordering, their supply chain, especially now that the supply chain, you know, is broken when it relates to fresh foods? We've seen, you know, Tyson announced that refrigerated transportation is up. 10.4%. They've got to raise prices. We have farmers uh, that frankly are digging under their crops because they can't uh, find trucks. So how are you pulling this all together to help us? Yeah, I love that question. And what we came to observe in starting the company, I had worked in food, had experience in some of the consumer packaged goods landscape, and got more exposure to fresh food and the perimeter and it became apparent that fresh is really multiplicatively harder in the supply chain and inventory and forecasting every step of the way. And then to your question, after the pandemic started, it was dialed up even further. And we saw the massive disruption to meat supply and some of the statistics that you're talking about. So from a foundational perspective, the first part was just to get, your ha get a handle around store operations ordering for fresh food agnostic of, are we in a pandemic or not? And the first thing we did was focus on store ordering. So believe it or not, in 2020, um, I guess 2017, when we started the company, the status quo for ordering perishables in a supermarket was still to employ pen and paper, and if yeah. not pen and paper, to override um, some kind of other system using manual judgment, you know, human judgment of a produce manager or meat manager. And so the first product we built within our product portfolio, which is evolving into the fresh operating system, was a store or store level ordering solution built specifically for produce. I'll pause there, but um, can get more into the fresh operating system. But that was really the first starting point was, can we inject technology to optimize store level ordering for fresh food? So when we look at produce in particular, it has one of the highest waste factors. Um, you, you have managers, as you've said to this day, that are using pencil and paper and keeping their fingers crossed that they have some idea what to order uh, yeah. for the consumer or yeah. what, what they're going to get. And just about every supermarket that I walk into have these huge bins of apples um, and they, and they have the bins of apples there because it, 
gives them you know a lot of flexibility most apples are in cold storage for a year year and a half so it gives them the flexibility it's colorful uh now that you see apples in yellow and green and red and all different shades of red um so you know i think starting out in produce was very smart because it's one of the biggest needs that the store has yeah, I really appreciate that perspective. And it's interesting. I think one of the fascinating things for us was in starting the company, why had no why was it on pen and paper? Like it is the highest shrink area. Why would that be the case? And I think we came to find very quickly, um, you know, we, we were told by a lot of people in the grocery industry, well, you all are crazy. <laughs> Why are you trying to do? Yes, it's a huge opportunity, but it's also massively complicated in this big problem because you got apples that are sold by weight, or sometimes they're sold by eaches, or they're shipped by the case, or sometimes they're shipped by the pound. Um, you have different seasonality and varietals that become available depending on the produce product. You've got shrinks, so you actually it's really tough to understand what your actual inventory is. You have miscans at the register where somebody be might be marking that gala apple as a pink lady or as organic when it's conventional. And so all of those things deprecate the accuracy of existing systems that were built for non-perishable goods to work in fresh. And so the challenge and the opportunity was to go for fresh first and go for produce first and to build a system that was tailor-made for the complexity of that department. So um, I read that a fresh those stores that use a fresh um, in produce they can increase their operating margins by 40 percent that's correct so shrink it turns out is a massive component of the profit uh margin of any grocer now we were talking earlier about pen and pencil you know, paper and pencil um, and the manual processes that are used and the one the one quick thing i would just say is uh, while there's a ton of incremental opportunity to do better, as is evidenced by the transformation that we have on profit, um, it's pretty remarkable how low shrink was on an absolute basis going in. So 8% or so, 6 to 8% in the produce um, department. That said, if you're able to get produce shrink down to 3 or 4%, uh, if you're thinking about a net margin of 2 to 3%, for the overall store, you can have a multiplicative impact on profit. So the reduction of shrink, in addition to driving additional top line sales by reducing out of stocks, increasing freshness, as well as incremental labor efficiencies that can come from some of this automation, all adds up to an operating margin impact that can be pretty transformative. You talked about food waste, that Afresh can, can really help um, a retailer from a food waste standpoint. Um, and as I said, you know, it's one of the biggest problems that we have. And now as, as we look at climate change, we look at wildfires in the Northeast, uh, Northwest, sorry, part of the country, uh, yeah. destroying farms, uh, hurricanes. I mean, we have to change the way that we um, grow our food and where we grow our food, number one, and then, you know, get food waste under control. You know, it's estimated not just for produce, but all food waste. We waste about 40% of, of all of our food. Um, what about those retailers that are using a fresh? How, how are they mitigating food waste and have any numbers you could share with us? Yeah. 
in addition to all of the issues you were talking about with climate and the impact there, the other dynamic is that our population of people is growing from something over 7 billion to some people say 10 to 11 billion by 2050. So there are just a lot more mouths to feed across the world in addition to a challenging environment uh, set of issues when it comes to yields and how much food we can grow and things like this and a limitation on the amount of arable land that's on the planet. Um, so it's a big deal to get more efficient with how much food we throw away versus how much food is grown and how much needs to be eaten. Uh, specifically to answer your question, retailers using a fresh have seen 25% or higher reductions to their shrink from a baseline perspective. And that's not on a subset or optimistic selection that's cherry picked of specific items. It's a departmental uh, impact of before and after coming into their stores. And that's driven again through this initial intervention and the broader set of interventions we build, but starting with store level ordering, which is quite simply, uh, if right now I'm guessing that I need 10 cases of bananas to order, and I can order nine, it sounds like a minor shift, but across a thousand items in every store ordering every day across you know, hundreds and then thousands of stores, it adds up to being a remarkable reduction in the amount of food that's wasted um, on a day-to-day -day basis. So when we, when we look at Afresh and we talk about the AI that's involved, the technology that's involved. Um, you mentioned I might be able to buy nine bananas instead of 10 bananas. Uh, what kind of predictive nature um, do, do retailers get from using a fresh? I'll talk about the predictive nature, like the underlying skill set. And AI is one of the core competencies for us as an organization, starting from Stanford's. Actually, our CTO is. Uh, PhD in AI from Stanford, and now has become a professor at Cornell Tech teaching AI. So at the absolute bleeding edge of what's possible with this technology. Um, I actually think about that as just one component though, in a broader set of capabilities that's required to drive real impact. Because at the end of the day, you can create a beautiful demand forecast and have that out in the ether, but grocers operate in the rugged dynamic real world where you've got to make real decisions and you've got product it moving, flowing in and out, and you've got store teams that have to actually change their behavior to get anything done. And so the AI that we build sits within a workflow that's digitized and used by a produce manager on a tablet, on, on an iPad, to go about their daily workflow. We get rid of the pen and paper process, replace it with the iPad. It, it kind of rhymes and resembles their existing workflow. So it's easy to adhere to. And then it employs the AI to drive at that optimization for every item every day. And so what the grocer is getting from an AI perspective is the absolute cutting edge of this technology in forecasting, but also in understanding how many bananas are in the store from an inventory perspective, which is a huge challenge. And then the wrapper of inventory, forecast, case capacity, when the trucks are coming in, um, all of these other dynamics that uh, lead to an optimal order of nine versus 10 versus 12 cases of bananas that I'm going to order every day. I know that you work with uh, big box stores, club stores, uh, small retailers, big retailers. What's the one biggest challenge that you have uh, when you go into a store and, and you expose them to this 
and you know what what are the questions that they have uh what are what's that one guy you know who's been in the produce department for 40 years who loves his pen and paper <laughs> and he's going to give you a hard time and try to convince everybody else not to listen to yeah him. that's why i speak to you know kind of this app and this intentionality around user design as being so critical we focus a lot on that and we have to make the system usable by the 40 year old 40 year veteran um you know, older, more experienced produce manager, as well as the backup night clerk or whoever, you know, is handling the produce department while the veteran is on vacation for that day. And that's increasingly a challenge with um, labor issues in, in the grocery industry and in every industry in retail. Um, and so I think, yeah, one of the biggest challenges we have is um, that historically was a challenge was driving that adherence, that adoption, that belief from a varied set of constituents when it comes to experience. And ultimately, the way that you do that is just by making lives their lives easier. You know, I think a produce manager can start skeptical, but if they see, hey, this workflow is helping me handle product more easily, I'm finding that the recommendations, while a lot of the time I might have guessed the same thing, it's actually better in the times when I trust it. And that leads to a back room that's less full. So I'm not breaking my back, rotating those heavy cases of apples that you were talking about earlier. It begets this trust. Um, and that's one of the things that I'm really proud about with our system is that at scale, our retail partners are seeing 95 to 97% adherence, not just to the recommendations we drive, but also to the processes that are driven in the, in the workflow. So it's really gaining traction um, by the users. And uh, that's in the context of historically, these systems when employed in the fresh departments have been down at 30%, 30 or even lower percent adherence because of uh, some of that skepticism that you were talking about. So two more questions, then I'll let you go because I know you're busy. One, what happens after produce? Where's the next part of the grocery store that you're, that you're focused on? So we're going to be covering store-wide fresh. So that means the protein departments, um, meat and seafood, as well as baked goods, food service, prepared foods, the, the rest of fresh. Um, I have been coached not to um, share the explicit timing because I don't want to give away our, our launches, but um, I would say look out for that soon. Okay. And last question, you know, I am the CEO of a major supermarket chain. You and I wind up in the same elevator. You got 60 seconds. What's your elevator pitch? The future of your business is fresh. It's the strategic heart and what sets you apart from Amazon and other e-commerce players. At the same time though, if you were to look at your IT budget, you'd find that almost none of your technology is built to optimize your fresh departments. To win in the 21st century, you need to invest in your fresh departments to innovate there. And at the hardcore elements of your supply chain, your store operations, your mer merchandising, where they in turn interface with e-commerce, which is the other big future driver of your business, you need a fresh first system to enable you to win and be the best in fresh. And if you invest in fresh and from a technology perspective, that'll mean fresher food for your customers. That's a competitive advantage in the long-term, more loyal customers. And from a bottom line impact perspective, the shrink reduction, sales increase, labor efficiencies you'd get from an immediate profit transformation perspective would enable you to 
demonstrate massive wins to your shareholders and also propel that strategic growth of the future. So uh, I think that you'd be, I'd love to talk to you about um, investing in your fresh business and uh, seeing what fresh first technology can do to transform your, your company. Matt, what you're doing is important. Uh, it's well thought out, well articulated. Thanks so much for joining us today on Lost in the Supermarket. Thank you. Um, that's very kind of you. And I'm very grateful for the opportunity to chat.